1: There's joy in every journey.
2: Grant and Danny welcoming you back on the fan. In one hour at 6 o'clock, Andrew Brandt stops by. Used to work at ESPN, business of football, really sharp guy. Want to ask him about something he tweeted over the weekend. He had just kind of floated a rumor that he'd heard from someone on Tillman Fertitta possibly buying the commanders. We want to know what he knows and what he thinks about what's going on with the commander sale. That's coming up at 6 on GND. So there is a lot of NFL news today, most notably that Daniel Jones got a huge contract from the Giants. We're asking you as Commanders fans how you feel about that, but also that Aaron Rodgers is in contact with the Jets, and they have sent a party to go meet with Rodgers, and they're going to be talking with him tonight into tomorrow perhaps about the possibility of going to New York. Now, everything Rodgers has said since the end of the year – left it open to the possibility that he might play somewhere else. He didn't know if he was going to retire. He didn't know if he was going to play. Didn't know if it would be with Green Bay or with another team. But he's never said definitively that he would only play for the Packers. And, in fact, when he went out and played in that Pro-Am golf tournament, where supposedly he cooked the books and said his handicap wasn't what it actually was <laughs> to help himself win, that's right. according to the allegations, he did say even then, like, yeah, everyone's trying to convince me to play in different places. A lot of people want me to go to Vegas. I thought that was so strange to say if you're going back to Green Bay.
3: Yeah, it was not pur- – I mean, excuse me. It was not an accident. It felt purposeful, right? Whether it was Vegas or not, it was – you know, he's playing with the crowd there. But it sort of felt like my destination, my path may lie elsewhere. And in the past, when he'd done that, it always felt like I want, I want something else from Green Bay. It's like the – I'll turn this car right around. We're not turning around. I paid for the hotel. I paid it for the airline. We're going. But that was that feeling. This feels to me like he's got a foot out the door.
2: Remember five minutes ago in the break when you asked me, could I tell that you're losing your voice a little bit? And I said no. Yep. Now the answer is yes. You can
3: tell, right? I don't know what's going on. Just <laughs> like, doing the show, and, and all of a sudden goes, I can't Yandy's talk.
2: He's like, ah, I'm kind of losing my voice. I'm like, you sound all right. About 10 minutes ago, you're like, have you noticed anything? I'm like, no, you sound great. That right there, that answer. Whatever that was. I, I could tell. Something is a brewing.
3: Thank goodness. Hopefully it's laryngitis again, because what that'll mean is that Bryce Harper signs with
2: the with the Phillies. I bet Milton has a thought or two on you possibly getting laryngitis well, I can't again. do it now. Are you kidding me? Give me a Milton. Oh, Give me your God. best shot. Well, probably
3: something major's going to break. Stupid, duddy fanny in there with his red cheeks and dumb voice is fading. Oh, Means my God. Major breaking news.
2: I just thought of something. What if Danny loses his voice completely tonight? Snyder. Dan Snyder sells. The owners met in West Palm Beach. Yep. Ursay took the picture. If Danny can't come in tomorrow, people need to get off of work. They need to just schedule the entire day wide open. If you are unable to post,
3: tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow, lock it up. Not yet. Ryan, we don't know. We don't know. Not yet. We don't know. Don't you call in the gang this thing yet? We don't know. The point is, if this, pers- if this, the quality of my voice is already deteriorating. If it deteriorates to the point where I get set home, book it.
2: Yeah, everyone Parade. listening, if if you don't know, when Danny misses a day, being under the weather, in Not any a vacation, capacity, something massive in DC sports happens every single time. Very recently, he was uh, wrapped around a toilet bowl at his house. Eric Bieniemy to the Washington Commanders. You bat a thousand on this thing. It really is undefeated. This would be a great test. This should be.
3: This would be. This should be the test of all tests. With all due respect, I know.
2: Come on, throat. <laughs> come on. What is it? Sinuses cold? What do you think? I have no idea. I feel fine. Except hey, my. You could hear those it. Bad germs in there. Come on. You got this. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> do it for us. Listen. You you paid the the ultimate sick sacrifice of the grossest twenty four hours of your life, and you brought DC Eric. B. I Academy. got a Eric Bionni. What price would you pay for old Tillman for Tita? I what?
3: guess I guess I won't talk for a handful of days. Is that what it is? Is that what we're going for?
2: If you have laryngitis
3: and you Again. can't speak for a week, and it means he's gone, and he's gone, sign me up. Come on, you kidding
2: me? This is actually a really scary road to go down. I just keep asking you worse and worse things. Yeah, like who would you kill
3: and get away with it, (laughs) and only two people would know?
2: This time you don't get away with it. You do twenty-seven years in prison. Would you do that? Yeah, now when you when you come out, your kids hate your guts. (laughs) Both of them say you abandon them, but he's gone. But he is gone. I don't know, dude. That's tough, right? That's, yeah. that's a good debate. No, no, I, I,
3: I need the kids to care about okay. me. Still,
2: yeah. You're so selfish. I know. I, well, yes. Every one of these hypotheticals, Danny, you're
3: you you, just say you're yes. You're just thinking all about
2: right. yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just play with me. Uh, no, I, I'm kidding. I want you to not be sick. But again, I don't think I'm sick. Nobody knows. No one knows. I don't know, man. It is frustrating. Was it, or, that convincing when I said that I wanted you to not be no, sick?
3: No, I didn't believe you at all. You look down.
2: You're not a great liar. Like, you you looked right down in shame. Uh, All right. I want to talk quarterbacks in the NFC really quickly. So if Rodgers leaves Green Bay to go to the Jets, you will have had Russell Wilson leave Seattle to go to Denver last year. Right? Yep. Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay. Moving on. Tom Brady retires. All kind of top five in the conference over the last few years type passers. There are not as many young quarterbacks. In this conference, developing and becoming really good, as there are in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City. Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. Justin Herbert, LA. If if you're a Tua guy or girl, and you really think he's coming into his own, he was exceptional in the first half of last season before injuries in Miami. uh, There there just aren't NFC versions of that, other than Jalen Hurts, really. Not right now. So if you go through this conference, who are your top five quarterbacks in the NFC if Rodgers leaves? I'm just going to name the starters to to begin the exercise. Yep. So you got Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, and Sam Howell in the NFC. Hurts should be in everybody's top five at this point. Prescott is in the conversation. I would think Jones It would be aggressive to put him up there. San Francisco, Seattle, L.A., and Arizona out west. We're looking at a starting quartet of, I'm going to say Brock Purdy, even though he's got a weird surgery thing going on. They won the last 10 games of the season, many of them with him at quarterback. Uh, Going into the playoffs, and then he lit it up. Um, Geno Smith just got paid by Seattle. He was really good last year. Matt Stafford, Super Bowl two seasons ago, hurt and not good last year. I have no idea what to expect from
3: him, by the way, going forward.
2: I'm going to name him their starter because I don't know what else to do, but I'm with you. Like, is his arm going to fall off? Does he still have an elbow? Is he a pitcher after three Tommy John surgeries? No idea. And then Kyler Murray, who's recovering from an ACL in Arizona. In the North, Jared Goff's coming off of a tremendous season. Great year. Kirk Cousins strings together good years every year. You got uh, Jordan Love in Green Bay, and then Justin Fields in Chicago, and then in the NFC South, Kyle Trask? Question mark. Sam Darnold, Derek Carr, and Desmond Ritter. By the way, the NFC South quarterback situation—it's wide open. It's awful. What a lottery!
3: Well, that, and that's why. Carr hit. Well, that's why if you're New Orleans, that's the perfect thing to do. And same, same for Carr.
2: But think about Carr—he left the AFC West. Yeah. with Mahomes. Herbert and Russell Wilson, the ghost of Russell Wilson, but he's got Sean Payton help him out now. That division to go to the NFC South with the Bucs who are going down, the Panthers who are not good, and the Falcons who are not good. That was a great landing spot. Really? That's the right thing to do? All Instead right, let to top five in the NFC then. All right, so Hurts, Cousins,
3: Dak, Stafford with a question mark. I mean, if he's able to – this is a health question for me for Stafford. Either golf or Fields, right? Assuming Fields gets some weapons, and I mean, he's a weapon, he's, he's difficult to deal with. But I probably slide golf ahead of him. That's my five. That's not a great five.
2: The quarterbacking in the NFC is mediocre. Do you guys understand that the time is now for the Commanders? This is not a normal thing. Normally, quarterbacks in this conference are better. There are just more really good options. The AFC completely wears the pants. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, if if he ends up with the Jets in the same division, with Tua, who had an outstanding year when he was healthy. Mac Jones may or may not be the guy with the Patriots. In the AFC West, Mahomes, Herbert, Raiders very much to be determined, Russell Wilson, who might be cooked. Then in the North, you've got, for now, Burrow, Lamar, Kenny Pickett, and Deshaun Watson. Now, he stayed in conference, but that was another guy who could have gone AFC to NFC, and he stayed in the AFC. Oh, I mentioned among the young guys that are developing in the AFC, I didn't even mention Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Uh, the Colts are going to draft a guy in the top five, by the way. The Houston Texans is too. are probably going to draft a guy in the top five. So you'd imagine either Bryce Young or Stroud or both go there. I would think the Raiders might get one of those two guys. The only team in the NFC that's probably going to be in position to draft a quarterback really high is Carolina, right? And they'd have to make a move to do so, wouldn't they? I mean, they got to move up some. Yes, they're going to have to move up, but people think that they might. Maybe Atlanta. But it's probable that I'd say three of the four quarterbacks, I haven't even thought about this. So we got four supposedly legit can't-miss type or top high-end prospects, early first-round QBs this year. Mm-hmm. Three of the four probably go to the AFC. Yep. To add, to add to the pile? The gap just keeps widening. Uh, my rankings, I guess, if I'm doing it, I would put Hurts one as well. I would put Cousins two. I would put Dak three. I would put Goff four after last year, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Ryan, you should be steamed up. Jared, Goff love like, on your I Grant hate
3: having Goff on any list other than, like, who's the best quarterback on that one team?
2: i I'd mean, put him in the top four. Of course, Jared Goff is in my top four. I mean, he's he's in my top two, and he ain't number two. I can tell you that right now. Well, I mean, that that that's a list that I, I don't know how much interest I have in. <laughs> you and Colin Cowherd should compare lists. <laughs> Cowherd did a, a top NFC quarterbacks list today. It was like he was throwing uh, darts at a board. Like, I always say, ah, oh, he's not just doing stuff to, so people talk about it. But then you see a list like that, and you're like. I think he's doing stuff so people talk about maybe it. Maybe he is, actually. I think that's what he's doing. <laughs> is, yep. this how, is, is this really what he thinks? There's no way. Who's my fifth guy? I'm for, am I forgetting someone, or is there just not a, another really good quarterback?
3: I don't have Kyler there because of injury coming into the season. Kyler right? I
2: would consider. Stafford I would consider, but are both to me on like the the injury list.
3: Yep. Carr for you. You like Carr more than I do. Carr. So you put
2: Carr. Let's go. Derek Carr season in New Orleans. Now, if I find out that like Kyler Murray's back and he's just as good as he used to be, he's probably fifth, mm-hmm. although it's still close with him and Carr. But I will repeat what I said last offseason. Please be aggressive. Please spend money if Dan has it. Please acknowledge that there is an opening here. Run through this door that has been cracked for you. The NFC is there to be had, commanders. The Eagles are really, really good. Do something about it.
3: They are terrific. They're built really, really well. Great quarterback. Great offense. Excellent defense. They're awesome. That's the list of who's awesome. San Francisco could be, right? If they, you know, kind of maintain the magical run at quarterback and, and, and everything else, they're really well built too. They're kind of the, you know, the the Western version of Philadelphia, but it's it's not seven teams deep, right? Everyone after that is fine. Dallas is fine. I think the Giants, you know, will we'll come back to earth a little bit. They punched above their weight class this year. Minnesota's fine, despite the fact they won a ton of games. They deserve credit for that, but they were Pythagorean 500, basically. Right? I mean, there's there's nobody that's terrifying outside of the Eagles and maybe the Niners.
2: You should be also in playoff games, dude. There's, a, there's also a couple of quarterbacks that I'm actually really interested in seeing now in the NFC, possibly, as I just look at the conference and all the starters. Like, there's some intrigue in what is Sam Howell in Washington after the way he played in college at North Carolina. Brock Purdy really looked sharp in that offense. I don't think Brock Purdy in 32 organizations or in you know 25 other off seasons plays at the level he did with Kyle Shanahan, but that's not really the task now, is it? No. I mean, you have to be a fit with him and be able to run his offense, and he looked like he could play at a really, really high level. Can Geno Smith repeat what he did last year? People sleep a little bit. Geno Smith, for the first, I would say, two-thirds of the season. He was great. Phenomenal. He was PFF's highest-rated and graded quarterback until probably the last six or so weeks. And he fell off when that offensive line performance fell off pretty substantially. But if Gino can replicate last year, that is a cousins-esque 30 touchdown, you know, 11, 12 interception, four thousand yards kind of season. He was forty two hundred, thirty and eleven. That's Kirk numbers. Yeah.
3: And by the way, numbers are down last year across the board, with the exception of Mahomes, who's just not immune who is immune to any kind of slowdown, despite not having Tyreek Hill. Only four guys threw for thirty touchdowns last year. That's usually a list of like seven, eight, nine, sometimes 10. You get, you get 17 games out of healthy quarterbacks at the top of this league.
2: Only four guys did, and he was one of the four. I wonder if Jordan Love is any good. We're about to finally find that out, aren't we? I've always thought whenever he's played, this doesn't really look like it turns into a franchise quarterback for me. This skill set, I get what they liked. Doesn't seem like he is ready. The last time he played this past season, he was dropping dimes against the Eagles. Looked like a whole different thing. Very, very small samples, handful of passes, but you gotta find out. And if Rodgers does end up going to the Jets, we're about to. But you'd put him on the how list with Purdy mm-hmm. in terms of this like to be determined young kid group. I don't think Kyle Trask out of Florida is any good, but I haven't seen him play. Who am I to know that? Bucks may roll with him this year. I do have a hard time believing. That the NFC South is going to be P.J. Walker, Kyle Trask, and Desmond Ritter. There'll be some changes there, I think. Carolina's going to have a new starter, either in the draft or they'll go get somebody. Atlanta might roll with Ritter after they drafted him in the mid-rounds last year. Maybe Trask gets the call. But Carolina will definitely have a new starter. And Derek Carr is obviously in New Orleans already. Man, it is. It's lopsided when you look at the quarterback landscape. But this is all the more reason why the Commanders better get their act together this offseason. Just win 10 games. Get to the playoffs. And in the postseason, you're competing against Derek Carr at quarterback. You're competing against Geno Smith at quarterback. You don't have to go on a run against Mahomes and Allen and Burrow. This is the dream, man. Yeah, that's the point. The seas have parted. Grant and Danny on the fan. Let's look at the... Competition they might be bringing in for Sam Howell. Uh, the question you posed earlier, and I liked it, was Taylor Heineke or the field as we continue on G and D on the fan. So I did what I shouldn't have done. I started looking around to just gauge the feedback and some of the analysis on the Daniel Jones contract so far. It is amazing to me that in 2023, the year of our Lord, people still don't understand how NFL contracts work. It is incredible to me. We can just sit here until we are blue in the face saying four and 160 doesn't really mean 160. And it's like nobody listens or cares. And I'm not saying everyone's listening to this show, but if you're up in arms about the Daniel Jones contract, you probably at some point, Take in some information about NFL contracts, right? One would think, yes. $160 million is not $160 million. These are not fully guaranteed deals. And oh, by the way, everyone seems very upset that Daniel Jones is getting a nice contract from the Giants after one season. Newsflash, when you run for 700 yards and seven touchdowns in a contract year as a quarterback, and you lead the NFL in interception rate while your offense thrives despite one of the weakest wide receiver rooms in the entire sport, and then in the playoffs you're the best player on the field in a playoff win, when you take over and dominate the game, you get paid, and you probably should. Should you not, Danny? Uh, I mean, when, when you look at it that way, you, you go into right. a contract, you're at a, at a position where everyone is overpaid, everyone is overdrafted. If you show any modicum of quality, Geno Smith, For a lot of years was one thing. This past year played like he was something else. And he got money. Got paid, right? They don't have wide receivers, so they ask this guy to run around. And he goes and gets you 700 yards and seven touchdowns. And he turns the ball over by throwing picks less than any other quarterback in the NFL. And with a terrible receiver room, their offense becomes difficult to defend. And then they go to the playoffs, and they knock off a team on the road while he is having one of the most epic playoff performances in the last 10 years when you combine passing and rushing. You get paid, man. Yes, you do. Th- that's what happens.
3: When you enter into that kind of a situation, and we saw this, take it, it, it different players, obviously, but remember Anthony Rondone. Once the team takes the risk of allowing you to enter a contract year, thanks, it's either let him walk or you pay market rate. And that's what the Giants probably wanted to avoid, but that's market rate. I'm not saying the market's right, by the way. I'm saying that's the rate. So yeah, I mean, it, 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 everything you said stands to reason. I'm not a Daniel Jones guy, and you know, but that's the risk you run, right? I think they, their plan was to have him have a very mediocre season as he's had previously. Let him walk away, no problem. He overachieved. Brian Dable's too good. He got Daniel Jones to do things he'd never done before.
2: By now, the way, you're in. They did not pick up the fifth year option. Yeah. So that. To your point, they didn't have to pay him this year what they would have if they tagged him. They would have lost money in the transaction. Uh-huh. So you're not to your point. Let me ask you this directly: Then you're not a big Daniel Jones guy. Would you have given him the contract they gave him today? I would not have, but I
3: understand it very well. So what would you do? Tag I would. Him? No, I would. I would try to find something. I you, would. Yeah, you would let Daniel Jones leave. I would. That is insane. No, it's very sane because my ceiling is what I just did. Brian Dable's excellent. I've got adults in charge finally. I'll have confidence that I can actually do better. They gimmicked their way with him running around to a mediocre season. But
2: the, the likeliness of finding someone that can give you that is low.
3: Right. But what I'm guaranteed is I don't go past what I just did. I think that's their seal.
2: Well, that premise, in and of itself, is an opinion, not a fact, right?
3: Right. That's it's my opinion. That's no, why I wouldn't do
2: it. I understand, but but I'm saying like it's based on what exactly that like his first year with this guy. That's where they went, and you're saying they'll never go further than that,
3: right? And but, but I've why? got to make an evaluation for years and years and years ahead of me. It's where all, all we're doing is prognosticating, and predicting based on samples that we have. And so what I have is an offense that was based on gimmicks and mirrors and smoke but and so tricks. So you think if
2: you add wide receivers, yep. which they had none of. They had none. And you bring back him and Barkley and you upgrade at tackle where Evan Neal was the worst graded PFF tackle in the league. You don't go further than they went last year?
3: No, not much. He's not a good thrower of the football. And it's, okay. to me, that's the essential part is the the all the numbers tell you. Now, part of that, again, is probably wide receiver. You're right about that. He hadn't had great targets over, over the years. He had Evan Ingram, who all of a sudden was good when he went somewhere else. But to me, this this is that's my central part of this is I feel like he did with what he was tasked to do this past year. It was awesome, like wow, that was incredible. And for stability's sake, and for wow, we can't go back now. It's just the type of thing I would never do. I would never pay a premium for fine. That's just sort of not how I'm I'm wired to to, to build teams. No one in the NFL thinks the way I do, by the way, which so, I totally get. I'm the weird one.
2: And this is a, a disconnect, forgetting the NFL that we have because. Your philosophy, I guess, then, if this is right, is basically you decide if you think a guy is great or not, mm-hmm. and if they're not great, you move on. Is that overstated or no?
3: That's a simplistic way of looking at it. So, like for me, but the, the I don't pay Bradley is, Beal. I don't. Like, that's that's where I'm at on that. i well, I've got we, we, so, we agree there. Well, I've got someone that's very good, but I'm going to pay him like an MVP. That's a mistake.
2: Yeah. So, I think the problem with that at quarterback is. The alternative the is horrendous. Yep. See, not paying Cousins and then having the last several years happen. Totally. That's where we'll just disagree. Is I think having a... Do you think you can win a Super Bowl with a guy like a Cousins or, or Daniel Jones or anybody like that? I think they're
3: the extreme exception to the rule. I think the general rule, if you look over the last couple of decades, is... Who are the two best offenses? Usually, quarterback by two of the best players. They're they're the Flacco corollaries. They're the sure, Eli Mannings. If are, you can get one of there. those
2: guys like Mahomes, you should do it. Right, but you can't. So then what?
3: You keep trying. You keep you you but never you commit just, yourself long term to huge money
2: for okay. But you have so many Case Keenum years in there. You're fine with that because no, you're getting. But so I, I would never have a Case Keenum year. So so who's your quarterback? I draft somebody. But that guy stinks. Then now what? I, I mean, draft you, somebody else, and then then I probably fired, get fired. But yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's so you the reason would, why not last
3: the, yeah the reason why nobody does it the way I do it is because they're scared for their jobs and they,
2: they can't no one's no one's ever allows themselves to go backwards. but also from a mathematical standpoint, your philosophy works at less of a rate, in other words. like the number of guys coming out the, the, the percentage chance that you're right on guys coming out of the draft is very, very low mm-hmm. So if your philosophy is always to just draft a guy, the guy, the potential batting average on hitting there from a statistical standpoint, is not as good as, say, knowing what Daniel Jones is and now finding a way to win with that. But so my counter is,
3: I have 100% not hit by overpaying for somebody that's got a very mediocre at best sample. I have some chance if I draft somebody. To me, there are two acceptable paths. A drafted quarterback that you found and developed and congratulations you won the lottery, or disgruntled Hall of Famer. Anybody in between the Aaron visa, Rogers. Yeah. Or Tom Brady leaving or Peyton Manning leaving or, you know, you could pick it. I would have been wrong about Russell Wilson, for example. Like I, I would I messed that up. I don't think I would have given the same contract that Denver did, but I, I would try to make that deal. That makes sense to me. I just don't go down this road where he's in the middle class somewhere. It depends on your perspective, wherever you want to put him. You want to put him fourteen, you want to put him eighteen, I don't care. I don't overpay or pay market value for that. I'd rather be bad next year and get a great draft pick the year after. But that's why nobody nobody does what I would do. Because the league is wired of or is made of guys trying to keep their gig. And no one's willing but, to take but, a step back. But also
2: that path, I would say, if you let's say there aren't humans that get fired or not. Mm-hmm. If you put your system into a computer, let's say, and you're just playing a Madden franchise or something, uh-huh. maybe you win every eight or nine years that way, because you eventually hit on the quarterback or something. But just by cycling through, there's just so much. More likely terrible.
3: Than- right, but I'd rather be terrible for a purpose than stuck on this wheel of, of Atlanta Hawks, think Washington that Wizards. I good on
2: a billboard. I, in, in, like, actual sports team running, I don't know if that works that way. Well,
3: yeah, my, I'll, I'll keep saying it. No one thinks the way I do. No one does I what I would do. I understand, but
2: you're saying they should.
3: Yes, I'm saying I, what I, I would never do. Right, which I understand. Yeah. I do agree with it. I would never do this as a way to guarantee that my ceiling is low. By paying a premium now, but they're if, if not
2: I, guaranteeing that their ceiling's low.
3: Oh well, I, in in effect, to me they are. That's that's the opinion that I have. I think th- maybe you and I will differ. This is a team
2: that was a game away from the NFC Championship game this year, right? In their first year with this coach and this quarterback in this offense, yeah, with no weapons,
3: it was amazingly other impressive.
2: Than a banged up Saquon Barkley to me. At the end of the to
3: season. me, it proves that you've got an excellent uh,
2: brain trust in place. Finally, and when you have that, you
3: have a chance you got to punch right. your chance. The, the
2: whole goal is to try to pair your coach and your quarterback and to get those two positions right. And if Brian Dable and Daniel Jones make good music together this year and he's going, I really like this guy. Let's figure this out. You're going, nah, I don't see it.
3: Well, if, if that's the case, if Dable's going to bat for him. I you, see you don't
2: this, think he is? Is they just paid him 40 million bucks? I see it as fake money a year.
3: I see it as, well, we, we can't take a step back. No, we overachieved this year. I think that's, almost, that's like, it's the same thing that happened here. When they went 7-9, and nine, but they won the division. And look, look, we can't take a step back. That's exactly what they should have done. They should have taken a step back. They shouldn't have gone with Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's a big waste of time. That's my point. Is If they overachieved in year one, and it was amazing. Brian Dable's coach of the year, in my opinion. That's a f- fantastic job. But what happens is, you now curse yourself to ride on this treadmill. You'll beat Washington, because he always beats Washington. He's got uh, twice as many touchdowns against Washington as he does it for, against any other team. So... From that perspective, we'll see him twice, and he'll look great. But you basically put yourself on the treadmill to being mediocre, in my opinion. And I just wouldn't do that.
2: I think that when you find a quarterback that is adequate and gives you a chance to win every single week, you grab onto it. Now, would I pay him $45 million a year over several years or something like that? No, I wouldn't do that. I mean, there's a, there's obviously a line there's of a demarcation, point, sure. but if we're saying, do you commit to Daniel Jones or not after the year he just had, like, I don't think it's a debate. You, It would be silly not to also, we haven't really talked about his age, but I mean, you, you have said, or you did a minute ago, like, this is what Daniel Jones is. Essentially. You know what he is kind mm-hmm. of right. I mean, he's 25 years old. True. He's going into his fifth NFL season and his second every year with this head coach. So to me, the notion that he, like, can't improve or get better or as they add weapons that you're not going to find a new level of him, I just think if you take Daniel Jones' name out of it and you drafted a player as a rookie who in his fourth year led the NFL in interception rate, got to the playoffs, 700 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, throwing the ball, protecting the football, um... Was 11th in the player of the year vote offensively. And then in the playoffs, almost single-handedly won you a playoff game. You, I don't think you can walk away for the unknown at quarterback. I know a lot of people do feel that way. But how's the last several years worked out for you at QB? where here here terrible because they've gone to stop gap short term fill ins which I would never do but but th- my point is you walked away from a known commodity that mm-hmm. would give you a chance that would your 4000 yard 30 touchdown 10 pick quarterback and you've never gotten close to that again
3: so to me there's a long list of teams that have paid market value for pretty good and we don't hear from them they they don't they don't do much right they We'll we'll talk about what almost was. They were a game away from the NFC title game that time, or something like that. But that's that's who most of these teams are because I think they're afraid to take a step backwards. Well, they watch the real adults get after it. While well, they watch Buffalo and Kansas City and maybe Jacksonville but one so day with Trevor down, Lawrence.
2: Really, your argument is don't be mediocre. If you but but mediocre. That's just a, what does that mean? It's it like means a, it means elite, right? Are the Giants mediocre? Yeah, they were a mediocre. I don't club. think they are. They, they were, were not for seven. several years. I think this is an ascending team now that has a chance to win, but you're kind of in the camp of if you don't have Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, or whoever else, like go find them, and don't stop until you do. Which sounds good on a poster. My point is, that's the list. Like those are the guys.
3: Well, but and new guys, new guys enter it all the time. Hertz entered it. Trevor Lawrence entered the chat. We didn't know about Herbert. There, there are new cast members all the time. And the well, these guys have always been elite. How do you find them? All drafted, all all looked for in, in that way. I just never settle for that middle of the road. I can have it if he's a rookie. I can deal with it if it's if it's a you know Brock Purdy. By the way, San Francisco agrees with me. That's why they paid Jimmy Garoppolo a billion dollars and traded a bunch of draft picks to try to find one too. They, even though they they've got such a great organization, a great team, they're staying with the idea that you got to find an upgraded quarterback. To me, the cursing yourself to a lower ceiling, but to make sure the floor doesn't collapse from underneath you is a death sentence for teams.
2: Yeah. You see it as a lower ceiling. And I would say the giants are a lot closer to winning than a team like Washington that has like assets and available options maybe in the mm-hmm. future, but no way forward at quarterback until they figure it out. Right. And ideally you hit a home run and you win the lottery with Sam. How like, that's what we're all hoping for. 800-636-1067. Daniel Jones, Getting paid by the Giants today. You're listening to Grant and Danny. At the top of the hour on Grant and Danny, we'll be joined by Andrew Brandt. He was at ESPN at one point in time. Has worked for a couple different outlets. He's been on the show for many, many years. Uh, Andrew's a business of football, former team president on the business side type in the NFL with the Packers, and a business of sports analyst. But he had floated this tweet this weekend where someone had said to him that they had talked to someone through the grapevine and heard Tillman Fertitta was engaging in talks to buy the Commanders and could be closing in on a deal. We just thought it was the strangest thing that this very reputable guy that we have on the show all the time had tweeted that. So we said, let's get him on and ask him about that. Yeah, this isn't
3: like my neighbor who floated it. Andrew Brandt floated it
2: pretty big voice. NFL is popping off today. All kinds of news. The Giants and Daniel Jones agreeing on a deal. Total money could be worth $160. Sounds like it's going to be probably a couple of years. $80 million guaranteed for Daniel Jones. uh, Half of the deal. So we'll have to see where the off-ramp is after three or four years. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be visiting with Jets officials into the evening. Sounds like some movement there. Some smoke that Aaron Rodgers could leave Green Bay in a trade, could go to the New York Jets. I wonder what that compensation would look like. Because if you're taking on that contract, it is astronomical. Yeah, it's onerous. Cap number's huge. If you're the Packers, there's some value maybe in getting the contract off the books, but you're trading one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live and a guy who's won two of the last three MVP awards. So I'm not doing that for nothing. I wonder if you're working from like the Russell Wilson deal because there's not going to be a sucker like the Broncos, I don't think, to, to give up that many picks and compensation for an aging quarterback now, but
3: this is one of my worst qualities in general, but then you add in the complication of this. I'm terrible predicting compensation. I'm always surprised at what it is. And everyone looks at me like I'm the crazy one, but everything you just said makes it that much tougher to predict.
2: And Lamar Jackson got tagged by the Ravens today. So he and his team can start looking around for a possible partner on a long-term deal with major guaranteed money. If he agrees to a contract with a willing participant, any other team in the league, that team could then trade the Ravens two first-round picks and get Lamar signed to that deal, or the Ravens would be able to meet the contract terms and uh, sign him to that offer. Let's go to Scott in Silver Spring on Grant and Danny. Hey, Scott. Hey,
4: Grant Danny. How you guys doing, man?
2: Good, buddy. Doing good.
4: Hey, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I, 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 first, let me say, I know we're in a horrible place quarterback-wise. We're all hoping... How is going to be the second coming or whatever. But I would rather be where we are than giving Daniel Jones that kind of money or Dak that kind of money because Dak just led the league in interceptions and played, what, 12 games? Daniel Jones, uh, over his first four years, average-wise, has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league turnover-wise. And I know he had a new system, new coach, but there's going to be a whole year of tape. That de- coordinate, defensive coordinators are going to be able to watch. I mean, Robert Griffin was great his his rookie year, but the second year after the tape was out, I mean, and I know that
3: that's injury good... too complicated that, but but point stands. I mean, you know, it, you're, you're running your 50 series, no one knew what to do. You, the Wildcat before it, no one knew what to do. People figure some stuff out, but listen, I think Brian Dable is excellent, so he'll, he'll adjust accordingly as well.
2: Yeah. Anybody watch the playoff game the Giants played against the Vikings? You guys had something to do that day? Everybody was busy? You were out at the store? The dude threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns and ran all over the place. He was the best player on the field in an NFL playoff game. You're letting him walk? Okay. That's fine. I'm not. Vic and Akakeek, what's up?
5: What's up, guys? Amen. So, uh, first off, the Vikings defense is on rookie mode on Maggie. That well, that's day. fair.
2: <laughs> the Vikings defense <laughs> That's sick. a good line. You're not wrong about that. But I'm just telling you, yeah. nobody has done what he did 300 yards, 78 rushing. The, 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 nobody's had that game statistically in the playoffs.
5: I've seen, I, I put it like this I've seen quarterbacks that have uh, performed better over long periods of time have dynamic games that play against better defense. I'll put it like that. I'm not signing him to, to this deal. Because as, as a football guy, not as a math guy and a market guy and all that, I'm just a football guy. He's not a, good, he's not a good thrower of football. And I can't depend on that when we play in tougher games versus better defenses versus defenses that are getting better, teams that are getting better. And with the, the onus of the division that I'm in mean is going to get better with what teams are doing. I'm, I'm not giving him that much money. If the worst comes to the worst, then I will continue to search and draft the quarterback that I believe will be the best quarterback for me for the long haul. I'll leave with this. That's what the great teams do. The people that do things for temporary satisfaction, they do it just for the moment. The people that are trying to do things for decades, Chuck Noll, Bill Walsh, uh, 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 the Giants, uh, the Patriots, they, they saw what they wanted to see. They, they played out their plan with their vision, and it, and it worked. And that's what I'm going after. I'm not going after temporary satisfaction. Daniel Jones, temporary satisfaction. Appreciate
2: you. Thank you, dude. Appreciate you. Yeah, it's a matter of if you're Day Bowl, do you think you can reload quickly at quarterback? I wouldn't necessarily rather pay Daniel Jones what they just did than have Sam Howell at nothing, while thinking Sam Howell still might be good. I think that's a very different conversation than when this happens, can you just say goodbye and let it walk out the door? I think that's a very, very different convo. Uh, let's talk to Andrew Brandt next, and we can even bring this up with him. He had to make decisions like this when he was a— team president in the NFL he's joining us on Grant and Danny
0: (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too